You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. G'day guys, welcome to the Talking League Round 19, live Q&A on Facebook. I'm your host TK, got a full house tonight, we've got a deputant, I'm really looking forward to this one, but let's bring in the boys. Jay Warrior, how are you man? Yeah, good, thanks TK. Good to see you, Jakey, last show before he gets wet, he gets married, I can't even get that out mate, but congratulations first in advance mate, but looking forward to your thoughts tonight. Thanks, mate. Uh, pretty keen for a uh, wedding, a few holidays, so I'll be off for a few weeks. Yeah, lo- really looking forward to it. Love it. Now, deputant time tonight. We've got Riley. Now, you would have noticed Riley writing some really good articles for Talking League over the last few weeks. So definitely, if you haven't yet, check out his blog, well, our blog, and he's writing at TalkingLeaguePod.com. But Riley, welcome to the, to the Thursday crew, mate. Looking forward to hearing some of your fantasy thoughts tonight. Thanks, boys. Good to be here. All right, let's uh, rip in first with our trades that we've got in our minds. Jay Warrior, what are we doing this week? Uh, it's the final countdown, down to our last trade, so we better spend it. And uh, with Pappy just blowing a kneecap, uh, yeah, we've got to pull the trigger and bring in a fullback. And, uh, yeah, just due to rank, I think I'm going to go for Dewey. So we have a point of difference. And just looking at how he rolls... In that six role, he averages 63 as a career, so that'll do me, and he's a lot more consistent than Mr. Littrell. Yeah, I'm keen on Dwayne, but I've just got to see him one more time. But, Jakey, what's your trades this week, man? Yeah, exactly the same. I've got Paps in there, just going to do the one trade, so it's, it'll be one of either Mitchell or, or Dewey, so I've got a few days to ponder which one I want, um, but Probably leaning towards Latrell just because of his job security at the moment, but we'll, we'll see how we go. Nice. I'm still I'm bringing Harry Grant in. I'm just trying to figure out, waiting for that cutoff for the, the Newcastle game to see if Frizzell's actually playing. I might keep him if he is over Barnett. I, I guess both of them are going to go over the next couple of weeks anyway, but we'll see how that kind of pans out when they do the cuts. But Riley, what, what's on your mind this week, man? Um, I've got three left, so I was thinking of pulling the trigger. I've got Grant and Murray coming in. For Barnett and Jackson, um, and then for Pappy, tossing up between Mitchell and Dwayne. But um, as Jay Warrior said, as well that sixty average, uh, fifty average, sorry. Then get that extra hundred and forty k. Just figure I can use that in some better places. Yeah, for sure. We'll see how hopefully that pans out for you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, get your questions in now and we'll answer over the kind of the next 45 minutes. We've got Snakey Corbs. He'll be on deck sometime in the next kind of 20, 25 minutes to get Snake's takes out there for you. But we'll kick some questions off. Now, Jaira. Now, he wants thoughts on that butcher, which is quite an interesting question, especially with Satili Tupanua being out for the season with unfortunately with that ACL. But why don't we kick it off with you, Riley? What's your thoughts on Nat Butcher? Well, we've all picked him up halfway through the season, especially for that first buy round, and he was looking like a keeper in that second row there for a bit, but um, he did sort of move back to that middle rotation. But if he can lock down that 80 minutes in the second row, um, he works hard in defence with his tackles, um, getting around the 100 metres in attack, running the footy. So there is that solid... 40 to 45 base there. So I guess, do you want to go Butcher or do you want to go Fee-Fee for that extra 50 to 100K? Mm, very interesting. Jay Warrior, Nat Butcher, 548K. Got a massive break-even this week because he's been obviously coming off the bench. Break-even 60 this week, but I was actually one of the ones that missed out on him. And he's actually in my thoughts because it might reduce a little bit of cash to go to another gun. But what's your thoughts on that Butcher? you might have learned to avoid those cut price mid keepers you know, <laughs> you're trying to get rid of Fredell this week <laughs> I think cut price keepers I think we've got some quality that's 100k 
higher, but is guaranteed to be rock solid. So our Haas's, our Fafitas, uh, I think there's better options. I think Butchers, if we were lined up all our mids, he might come in 10th to 15th in that bracket. So at cut price, I just think you're better off to get a top maybe seven player and pay that extra, but yeah, I'm not going to be going near him. Jakey, if you could downgrade to a Nat Butcher, but it gave you three or four hundred k to get like a Murray or a you've got a Zayo Yo and maybe a Cook, would you do it? Yeah, I think uh, I'd be tempted to. If it helps, if you have two trades and it helps the other trade, he does average around that fifty mark when playing second row this year. So it's definitely, as Jay Warrior said, he's down there in in terms like around that ninth, tenth mark as your best mid or second rower. But he's still a keeper. He's still very much borderline keeper. So if if you can do that trade. And that extra 100k or 80k or whatever it is can help you get a really top premium gun in a different position. I, I wouldn't mind doing it. And also dual position as well. So mm. he is a great 17th man to plug in uh, wherever you want when you get injuries down the track. Yeah, he's definitely on my radar, especially for these Newcastle boys underperform again tomorrow night. But let's move on. Uh, T. Kahu. So, uh, Jay Warrior, we'll give this one to you. So, Jason Tamalolo to Angus Crichton or... Payne Haas and is Max King a hold or do we trade him out for Josh Curran yeah I'm not scared to pull the trigger on Lolo if I had maybe a couple more trades he's really it's hard because last week he scored I think 47 but he had that disallowed try wrongly disallowed try I might add Uh, going to A Crichton it's a little bit sideways Crichton's not exactly a 60 averager so I'd probably hold Lolo and go, I'm not making much there. But I'd definitely get rid of Max King and then maybe take Curran out of the mixture and go to either Crichton or Haas if it's similar. Yeah, there was a bit of news from Phil Gould actually on his Twitter. So he said Luke Thompson, because obviously the biggest threat to Max King at the moment is that Luke Thompson. And Luke Thompson is still subject to concussion protocols. He needs a full week without symptoms before we advance to the next stage. So it's still a little while away, but Jackie, what's your thoughts on this one? King, you might be a bit of a hold. Yeah, I've got King at the moment, and I think I'm going to hold him just depending on what this all this uh, COVID news around the Bulldogs is. Um, while he's starting, I'm going to hold, but if he goes back to the bench, I think that's probably going to be the time I upgrade. Um, after this week, i got well an extra four coming in next week, so... Even if off the bench you average around that 45 to 50 mark anyway, so it really depends on your team. I think I'll hold for the time being, but if I find an opportunity where I can upgrade into someone of, say, like 10 points extra value, say if I have the money to be able to go him to a um, him to a Murray or someone like that, I'd do it. But uh, like this, for example, like Max King to Curran, that's, I think that's very solid. You look at Curran at the moment. Mm. He's only averaging, what, 46 when he starts at second row this year. And he's only got, what, two scores above 50, and they were 51 when he plays in that second row spot. So I reckon that's very sideways, that one there. I'd be holding in this uh, situation. All right, next question, Will Williams. Now, he's looking at upgrading either Cola or May this week. Whoever stays will be my 18th man for the run home. Who would you keep for that spot? Riley, what's your thoughts on this one? Two pretty good kind of jewels there, Cola and May, but who's your preference there? Well, you've got Cooler, who's going to get that, um, I suppose, more attacking ball off DCE, um, taking charge on the run home. Or you've got May in the best attacking team in the comp. So um, if that extra couple of K um, from either one of those boys can get you up to another gun, well, I suppose you've got to trade them. It, I don't think it really matters because they're probably going to average fairly similar come end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, the preference would be May and the back of that that kind of back line. I think he would definitely be my preference on those two. But let's move on. Uh, Jakey, Paul Chapman, Barnett to Haas and Mam to Adam Dewey. Dewey's probably probably the story of the week, right? Because he was ultra impressive, but it was a reserve grade team. How much emphasis did you put on the opposition last week, Jakey? Uh, he was he playing? Dewey was playing the Penrith. Penrith he was yeah. the, the reserve grade, but they're still a pretty good side. That reserve grade Penrith side. They're obviously not a top four side, but they're they're not actually that bad. Like Dewey did play pretty well, and uh, he scored I think around that forty points in base stats. So that's a pretty good floor for him. So I, I think Dewey's really safe. Like, I really like that man to Dewey trade. Um, on that Barnett to Haas trade though, 
Um, Frizzell's been carrying that rib injury, and uh, uh, there's been some mail that he, he is going to play, but he's still taking needles. So I wouldn't be surprised if you know Frizzell gets hurt this week or next week or something, and Barnett goes back to that second row spot. Barnett's definitely not a keeper when he's playing that lock position. Mm. Um, I think just wait one more week because we don't know how well Haas is. He's had a few weeks off. His shoulders was dodgy before that. So I, I think just wait one week to see what... Sh- you, you, like, you'd hate to go Barnett to Haas and then Haas just does his shoulder again this week. I reckon just give him one more week to see what see how they're playing. Just give him the, the eye test and then pull the trigger next week. Yeah, it's nearly been three weeks since we've seen Haas and I think you're right, Jakey. you just got to give that eye test just for that one week. Make sure he's getting his 60 minutes. And if you can get a high 50s kind of towards that 60 mark, I think that's kind of your buy signal. But Jay Warrior, next question, Adam Middleton. Now, he wants to know, is it better to get Dewey and have 100K left over or get Latrell Mitchell and only be left with 2K? You've missed the first part of the question. It says TK looking sharp. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't want to give myself a rap, mate. Oh, mate, give yourself a rap. Uh, yeah, I probably like the Dewey. And that's just because I'm going him and I've got the same dilemma. But with Trout, uh, look at it this way. Who do you want to perform better? A guy that's gone through injuries and is humble or some arrogant bloke that, you know, spent his money, gone to the States and come back and is just so arrogant. I just cannot get on Trout. So Dewey trained for me. (laughs) He knows him personally. (laughs) Next question. Aaron, now he wants to know thoughts on Carrigan for the rest of the season. Now, boys, I'm really warming to Pat Carrigan. If it's not Payne Haas, I think it's going to be Pat Carrigan. He's formed through the Origin Series and even through the whole. Considering he came back from an ACL, people don't really perform well and he's literally defying kind of the logic that we've all been brought up for, that ACL injuries aren't great first season back. But, Jake, what's your thoughts on this one? Because I'm, I'm high on Carrigan right now. It's going to be one of him or Haas, man. Yeah, I think he's pretty undervalued at the moment. What, 697K uh, with an average of, what, 51.9. But if you go back, if you look what his actual role is at the moment, so he's going to be playing at least 45, 50 minutes plus. He's had a few games this year where he, I think he must have got injured. There's a game he played 29 minutes, and then he also had that round 16 game. I think he must have got managed or something like that as well. But if you expect him to play, yeah, expect, expect him to play over 53 minutes, uh, 50 minutes. He's you sort, sort by that, and he's averaging 56. So that's pretty handy for someone only like under 700k. And I think with Haas shoulder, I think he's definitely going to be uh, on there. And say if Haas goes off for whatever reason, gets rested or does his shoulder, there's extra minutes for Carrigan. So I think he's a really safe option, and he's a key part of that Bronco side going forward. Yeah, he definitely is. Now, next question, uh, Nathan Affleck. Hey, boys, just bought in JoJo and not impressed. Is he a sell for a big dog? Go the Cowboys, another Cowboys, man. Why don't we give this one to Riley? Riley, why don't you take this one away? Sorry, yeah, was I on. can't hear him either. Sorry, was on mute. Down? For some reason, mute uh, <laughs> my back, boys. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah I can hear you, mate. Perfect. All right, Nathan Affleck. Hey, boys, just brought in JoJo, around 17, but was not impressed. Oh, Joe. Oh, sorry. Is he a sell for a big dog? This is an interesting question on Joe Uffingen Howley. Riley, what's your thoughts? Do you have him in your team? No, I wasn't keen on him um, just because of that Tigers pack and the uncertainty, but you've brought him in as a keeper. Um at 740k, you've just got to ride the wave, I think. Um, we're all low on trades at the moment, so I wouldn't be in a hurry to go sideways from him to, um, I suppose you've got Carrigan that's 40k cheaper. I wouldn't be in a hurry to do that because that's pretty sideways, and when we're all low on trades, um, you could use that better, I think. i just hold. Okay, nice. Now, next question, Andrew Brighton. No one's mentioned him, but Shuster is an option for a cash down. Joe, worry, what's your thoughts? Because Shushi hasn't been getting many minutes. Like, even with DCE backing up last week, he got 10 minutes off the bench. And considering how gunny he was last last year, Andrew Davies just jumped him, and he's just getting no minutes there. But if an injury was to kind of eventuate and him back into the edge spot, you'd nearly consider him as a bit of a cashier, right? Yeah, that's right. You could almost say he's a bit like Chris Lewis, the great Chris Lewis. If he gets the minutes, he gets a 50. But 
he's got to get the minutes. But he's an injury away. That's all it is. Or it could be last round, nothing on the game. Let's rest DCE. In comes the shoe. And he gets a 50 in round 26. How valuable will that be? But at 295, you can probably still wait a week and he'll be down to, it'll be 220 in two weeks. Yeah. It's one of those things you just got to wait. Everybody, wait everybody will get him next season, though. Oh, no doubt. All right, next question. Matt Thompson, Grant or Trell this week? Can get Grant as well next week. Grant seems to struggle to 62 with a try, whereas Trell looks like playing. It's one of those things, Matt. Last week, Grant was coming off origin. Just remember, he got that cork butt as well. So you could tell he was struggling with the way he was running out there, but he still managed to get a 62. I think without Puppenhausen, his importance to that team just really grows and grows. And I'd rather have a hooker because you know the consistency of their scores and pretty much their floor is a lot higher than Trell. Trell could score dead set 20 this week if they're playing the Storm. Like, that's how Trell is. It's good call 20 this week, score another 100 next week. He's a roller coaster. while Grant's just consistent. I'd go with Grant on that one. All right, next question. Marcus El Lobo, who's Wolfie. Now, Parps a sell, and he wants to know Latrell or Teddy. But I have Hines, Garrick, Toho, so I can wait one of, one of the other two. Or I can go Parps straight to Murray or Carrigan. Now, Jakey, what are your thoughts? Should he just replace him one for one with a wing fullback or just go a massive upgrade to a, one of the two premium mids we've talked about? Yeah, I guess it depends on your cover. Like um, next week, we're all getting another four trades. So if you lose, happen to lose one of those winger fullbacks and you don't have any uh, depth there, you can always use a trade on them. So I'd actually be tempted if with the three fullbacks, I'd be going um, Pat to probably Murray out of those two. Murray's going to score the most points while he's averaging way over 60 at the moment. So he's outright the best uh, mid in that position. So I'd be definitely going Murray. He's the best. Yeah, most points you're going to get in that one singular trade, and and you have that backup of of those extra trades coming along if you happen to get an injury in your wing of fullbacks. Beautiful. Next question's from Keegan. Now Keegan wants to know: Should he put the C on DC or Cleary? Let's go around the table, boys. Who are we putting the C on? Jay Warrior. Yeah, back to Cleary this week. Yeah, I think... played a little bit of roulette, but this week I'm back to Cleary. Yep, Riley. Cleary. Cleary. I'm going Cleary as well, and Jackie. Yeah, I'm going boring as well. Sticking with Clary. If we were to go between, you know, DCE's got the Dragons right, so it's not a bad little opportunity. There's still no news on him whether he's going to be goal kicking, but it's one of those kind of like mediocre lineups. If we all were going to go a pod this week, Captain Jay Warrior, who who would you go? I've got a feeling Harry Grant is going to go huge this week. Ooh. You know who I would go? I would go for Fita. I would put all my money and deck onto Fafita against the Doggies. His matchup against Corey Waddell is finger-looking good. But, Riley, any pod options that you've thought of? Uh, DCE is probably a good one. I suppose we could go against Robbo and jump on Dwayhe if you're trading him in. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, no, I think, um, yeah, you boys have pretty much covered him there. Nice. All right, we've got Snakey himself. We're going to bring him in. Hello, Corby. How are you, my man? Good, boys. How are we, TK? Doing good. Now, Snake's Takes was unlucky last week. Angus Crichton, it was like he was anteing you because he bomb tries left, right, and centre. And for Fida, he was pretty close as well. But what have we got this week, man? I was jumping around my lounge room. I thought he was in, and then Sexton held on, and then he missed by his bloody thumb that he lost. It was just a fingertip away. Anyway, for Fida, he didn't really look too too much like scoring, though. So, um, yeah, anyway, we'll move on. I'm going to avoid the try scorers this week. I need to bounce <laughs> back. I've been going pretty outlandish with my bets, and luckily got up that first one. I'm still really relying on that. First win. It's a bit like you with the Sharkies grand final a few years ago. We're sitting at 500% still up. I'm going to hold on <laughs> and uh, take that. This week, first leg. Tomorrow night, even though they've got a few out, I still think the Eagles are playing good footy. They've got some good plays in their Dragons, they needed to win last week. I think they're just going to go downhill now, unfortunately. So I've got them at the line, okay. $1.90. What's the line, Corbs? Uh, only minus two and a half. Is that all? Pretty safe one. Where is tomorrow yeah. night's game? Is it Jubilee? Yeah. Okay. Um, Going against his then team. The next, wow. Yeah, I know. That's it's 
Sometimes I think if you bet against your team and then your team wins, you're, you're happy either way. You sort of hedge bets. Fair call. Sadness insurance. Yeah. Uh, the second one, I'm going to go Canberra Warriors. I reckon they'll go over the 42.5 points. I think the Warriors are just going to throw it around something sh- shocking. And with Reese Walsh coming off the bench. And the Raiders, you look at their, their side, we're an Ira coming off the bench. you got Young, uh, Tarpany. Then both their halves love to swing it wide. They've got they've uh, Savage is pretty good. I don't mind. There's a pretty fair bit of attack just looking through both team lists. Okay. So I'm going to. I know that Canberra showed last week they can get in a bit of a grind, but I think against the Warriors they'll um they'll play that at livid footy as well. So that's a dollar ninety as well. Mm-hmm. Safe. I don't know about these safe bets. <laughs> and then the next one, <laughs> the next one is Sharkies at plus twelve and a half. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'm taking the line with them at a dollar ninety as well. It'll be close, and I think Sharks are near full strength. I actually think um, Tracy's a better defender than Katoa anyway, yeah, which so is probably well. going to help them. And yeah, they'll put it to them. The Panthers, the Panthers are fresh, but yeah, Sharkies will um, give it to them. If Panthers get up, I don't think they're going to give him a hiding. I think it's going to be a pretty close game. So twelve and a half points, I'll take that one. I think that's probably the. Uh, the Eagles is a pretty safe one. But, yeah, the big one's probably the Canberra Warriors one, just if the Warriors come out and just get into a bit of a dogfight. Anyway, bundle that up for a nice $7.60. Okay, nice. Is, um, so not too bad. Repeating these back to you, it's Manly 2.5 to make – so minus 2.5. Yeah, minus 2.5. The Canberra yep. Warriors game, we're going for over 42.5 points in the game. Yep. And the Sharks on the line with the plus 12.5 start. That's it. Perfect, Snakey. Well, appreciate you. We're back. Stopping. Hopefully, back in the winner's circle. I can see this just coming off, mate. So, you haven't got any trade questions before you want answered before you go, Snake. Um, no, you got a few Snake, few uh, trades left. He's got a few. Yeah, I do. Pappy's <laughs> definitely going. Um, what's the talk on the wing of fullbacks in, in regards to Ponga, Trell? And I suppose Dewey, because he's um, dual trade. Well, uh, Jay Warrior's in love with Dewey for some reason tonight. He's just wrapped him a hundred times. Yeah, okay. You know, the big one too is um, I don't really have to do too much. Not A lot of my trades aren't affected by this first game, so they can have a look at the first Friday team list coming through and then also just see where Barnett is. It's annoying me that he's at lock. If he's at lock, I think I'm going to punt him and Joey O. It looks like he's going to be at prop. So, yeah, I, I could be leaning more towards using the four now, which is um, Do pretty it, exciting. Do it, Corbs. Well, mate, thanks for stopping by the show, mate, and good luck for the weekend and good luck to Snake's Takes. You know what, right, for, hey, you know what Corbs, for luck, we're going to play this song. Bye, Corbs. Good to see you, man. All right. All right. See you later. See you, bros. See you, mate. All right. Let's see keep Corbs. going. Uh, let's go to Jira again. Thoughts on Savage and Barnett to Dewey and uh, Butcher. Jay Warrior, what's your thoughts here? Because you've got Savage. Made plenty of money there. Barnett, as Corbs just said, bit of you know volatility around his position. But your boy Dewey's on this radar. And then Nat Butcher. It's not yeah. a bad trade, man. Yeah. I like it. Savage has done his job. He made a little bit of money. I don't think he's def- – he never turned into a keeper. So, made the money, get rid of him. Barnett, yeah, I probably didn't like him in the in the first place. So, it, and again, if he gets that lock position, he doesn't do a lot. Um, but I don't know if going to Butcher, as I said, just don't know if Butcher's your best option. If you're going to upgrade, having Barnett going to Butcher, it feels very similar. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess the, the only thing with Butcher is there's just literally no one else to take his spot. So you know he's going to be on the right edge all, all year. But I do get your point about Barnett and him well, that, being um, very similar. That Barnett to Butcher may actually get him the money to be able to do Savage Shadui. That might be why he's actually doing that. Yeah, possibility as well. It's a pretty good trade. I would actually snap that up and do it. Jake, next question. Nick, he wants to know, he's thinking of trading in Maxi King, Josh Jackson, Carras, all the doggies. Out for he's going big for feeder Harry Grant and Adam Dewey. What's your thoughts? He doesn't have Tedesco, Ipaps, Burden, or Aiken, so he's missing a few guns here, man. 
I think these are actually pretty good upgrades. You look at each of them one by one. Max King to David Feeder, that's probably, what, a five, six point, seven point upgrade. Uh, Josh Jackson to Harry Grant, easily 10-point upgrade. And Karaz to Adam Dewey. If you think Adam Dewey's going to average over 50, that's that's an extra, another 10-point I think all three are really good. Um, I don't... Yeah, if he doesn't have Tedesco, IPAPs, Burton, Aitken, uh, I don't mind. All all those those three trades are good trades regardless, so I'd still be doing them. Yeah, I just think it gives him guns, right? Because even though those mm. dogs guys have done him well, they're probably not the guys you want in your final 17, while the other three... You could definitely consider them for your well for feeder and Grant hundred percent, and then Dewey. Well, we know what he's capable of, and hopefully he does spring back. I'd rather have those three that he's bringing in than the three that he's trading out. So I think it's a really good trade. All right, next question, Colin Fong. Thoughts on Jackson Hastings, Riley? Why don't you take this one, man? Um, last week, moving to the middle, I suppose we saw an uptick in base stats with tackles, run meters. The problem is. Is he going to hold that role? I know Robbo said um, there was mail that he had locked for the rest of the year, but he's not an urgent trade-in, mm. um, especially in that half position when you think you've got Cleary and DC as your clear two best options. Um, do you want to be spending 500k on a second half who's a mid-ranger the back end of the season? Probably not. So I think he's probably in a void for the moment. Um unless you sort of need that cut price keeper. Yeah, I think you, you need to have like 10 trades or something left to get someone mm. like a Hastings. But, Jay Warrior, you, you're holding him, so you're really happy right. with this new structure. It's, mate, it's one yeah. of those things. Fools, oh, I'm like the cat fools trade the out. Crane, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah, I could see the vision long term. You know, you just hold, hold, hold. And, you know, 55 average coming home, you're beauty. But, Jay Warrior, what, what's the, you know, the volatility of the Tigers and the amount of, like, changes and experiments? Do you really think he's going to hold the spot for the rest of the year? I don't think they've got many other options. Luke Brooks is signed for next year. They're going to have to learn to play together, and they've just got to work out what their best combo is. Yeah. So, either way, Hastings is going to play. Dewey's going to play. The only well, when you think about it, what letters are those three players? H, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Mate, you yes. should. Why don't you trade in Brooks then? Because we've been talking no about chance. like you know Murray with Cook, and we've been talking about Grant with Munster, Latrell with Cody. Like, mate, it's a great I've got combination. Half the Tigers it. team in my team. <laughs> the Tigers. I reckon what will happen team. is the day that Luke Brooks signs with the Newcastle Knights, he'll get punted straight out of the team and Hastings will be back to seven. Next question. Connor McGrath. Would you go Barnett to Fafita this week? Barnett's break-even is 30. Fafita is 77. I don't think that's correct, actually. I'll give you an update. But, Jake, what's your thoughts? I really like this trade because, for me, Fafita's so underpriced, but we know what he's capable of. I actually thought he played really, really well last week. His break-even is actually 49 this week, and then Barnett on the flip side's 45. What's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I don't mind it this week. Um, I could actually do this trade as well. I was, I was considering it, but I only got one trade left after this. So it's, it's temp- definitely tempting. Um, you can almost wait till team list on Friday because uh, David Feeder plays on Sunday. So say if Barnett, uh, if Frizzell happens to be out with that rib injury and Barnett's second row, you can hold. Or if Barnett's still in that lock position, Frizzell's playing. Yeah, trade it for feeder. I think that's probably just wait to the kickoff or team list. Yeah, to decide on that one. that's what I'm going to do as well. Wait for that very last second. All right, next question. Jesse Jevers, uh, Parps, Barnett, and uh, Max King to Dewey for feeder and ground. Now, Jay Warrior, this is this is gun, man, I feel. Like you're bringing in – we've talked about these three that we're bringing in, but it's always great when you're upgrading, right? Especially this is a massive upgrade, and you know yourself just in your gut that this is going to go well. Yeah, it's, it's really the BDE – going off here, isn't it? Just and that's what you gotta do. It's the back end of the thing, back end of the season now, it's time to bring the big dogs in. So you gotta feed them, you gotta get them in and get them in quick. Like I know we sometimes say wait a week, wait a week. Mm. We don't have time now. There's only eight weeks to go. We've got to get going because the big boys are starting to leave us behind. So get your get the big dogs in and um yeah, make some noise. Nice, I like it. Next question, Leanna. Now, she says she's sitting with an expensive-ass loop in Ryan Puppenhausen this week. 
round 20 trays, bring it on. Well, good luck, Leanna. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think a lot of people got that expensive loot, but I know you love your fantasy, so thanks for your question. Next question, Hanare. Lads, thoughts on Lolo to Fafita? Riley, what's your thoughts on this one? Because Lolo, you know, he scored his 47 last week, but he had that try disallowed, which, you know, at the time I actually did think that it was a try, but looking at over and over, Robson does get in the way of the Sharkies. I can see why they took it off him. Like a letter of the law, it's no try for sure. But do you go for the Cowboys, Riley, before we start? Yeah, but it's actually, luckily... It's actually a debate here. We spanked luckily you. you didn't, lucky um, that was a real origin game. <laughs> no, that saved the multi last weekend, so thanks to the bunker there. <laughs> what did you have on, mate? Did you go against the Cowboys? You hearing this, Jake? Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> What's your thoughts on this one, mate, going from Jason Tamulolo to David Fafita? Yeah, I love that. Um, I suppose you've got Cotter coming back in the next couple of weeks too. Um, you've got Fafita who's bottomed out um, and he's locked down that second row spot by the looks. So um, as Jakey said in his article today, Fifi's averaging 50 to 55 um, when he gets that 80-minute edge spot. So... I'd lock him in and, yeah, he's going to be a gun on the way home. Yeah, Jake. Um, and he's a pot at the moment still too. Jakey, as, as our Cowboys resident expert, mate, a lot of mouths to feed now. They've got – what are you expecting with Leilua? He's not going to play in the middle, right? No, I think his best rows, uh, best position is definitely second row. I think they'll revert, but once they get their full strength team back, my prediction is they'll revert back to what they're doing with Lukey. So I think for, uh, Leilua will probably end up in a full-strike team off the bench with Gilbert starting second row. And they'll end up having uh, Cotter back at front row. Front row. Yeah. Uh, he'll be at lock <laughs> and Tamolo at front row. So I think that's the rotation will work. Gilbert will play that first 20, take the sting out of the game. Uh, Leigh Lewis should come back on and play 60 minutes uh, on an edge. That's my prediction. I, I don't. I can't see Leigh Lewis staying at front row for the rest of the year. Just my opinion. But, you know, never know. See how he goes this week. If Leilu just plays front row, kill absolutely kills it, he may have found a, a spot there. Who do you, knows? Do you think him and Gilbert will play different positions this week? Do you think they'll switch? Gilbert's second row this week, yeah. right? Do you think they, they just uh, maybe, put jerseys on? Maybe not on? this week with Cotter out. Because uh, that, in, that, in that middle spot, Cotter usually plays huge minutes. So there's still minutes to, that, to have there. So I, Gilbert may stick. Uh, it's a real hard one, eh? Um, I'd probably expect Gilbert to play most of the game there if mm. Leilua starts, but you never know if um, Leilua comes on for a second sin or something, he may shift to second row for the end of the game. Not too sure just for this week, but regardless, I don't think Leilua's someone you want to touch anyway, so yeah. not really too, too fantasy relevant. I agree. Jay Warrior, Ashley, he wants to know, Barnett to DCE, big trade there. McInnes to Murray. Now, he's bringing in what you just described as the big guns. What's your thoughts? Yeah, boom, do it. The other moves you've got to start doing now, get on it. Yeah, I like it. It's just nice and easy. Just just a shout to Booney as well. He's another Rocky boys. lad. So yeah, nice. Yeah, played him in Terrell the other night, so had a good win against him. So, yeah, always keen to play against him. <laughs> He's a good player. Can't yeah, go. he goes all right. Yeah, he yeah. Goes good. Yeah, pretty crappy. Like pretty probably a ball playing lock, I reckon. There you go. How does that yeah, league how does that league actually work, mate? How many players on the field? what's the rules? Uh it's very similar to touch. It's sort it's mix is seven, men's is six, but very similar to touch footy, except you can just kick whenever you want, pretty much. And yeah, that's about it. Can you put bombs up? Yeah, mate, whatever you want. There you go. As close as league as you can get. Without getting hit. I like it. Yeah. Now, much, yeah. next question. Simon <laughs> Smiley, Pops and Frizzell to Dwayne and Grant, or he wants to go maybe Pops and Frizzell to Trell and Fafita, and then he's got a 655K player. Don't have a backup hooker. The GOAT the got, but did get Cook in last week. Riley, what's your thoughts on this one? Are we just going to stick with the first bit with Pups and Frizzell to Dewey and Grant, or would you actually take the second part and upgrade to another player with a 655k? I think you've got to go Dewey and Grant. Um, only with four trades left, assuming that's his last two. You don't want to be running the gauntlet on the way home, so I think, yeah, you need Grant there. Like it. All right, let's keep moving on. Jay Warrior, pa- uh, Pooh, Power, uh, Power Tribe, Karaz, <laughs> let's go. We'll go Power Tribe. Insulting the listeners. <laughs> Apologies if I've got that incorrect. Now, he's going Jacob Karabs to Aaron Booth. 
Kingy to Grant and Kohler to Latrell. He could also go your man, Jerome Hughes, to Dwayne as his last trade before we get our reset next week. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I know he's probably trying to downgrade, but that Karaz, boy, he's a, he's a footy player, isn't he? Yeah, he's got he an offload. He just, he's got no fear. I've never seen a guy that's played 10 games where there's little fear, I think, and he just, yeah. So it'd be sad to not be able to cheer for that bloke if he's in your team. But a lot of those are, are pretty boss moves, like King to Grant, I love. Cooler to Latrell. Yep, it's a, it's a good move, you know. I might personally not like him, but... He will score well, so yeah. Yeah, boys, we'll talk Kohler because I'm keeping him as my 19th man. I just think he's perfect. There's no reason to trade him out because he's got that jewel. We picked him up at 220K, and now he's worth 514K. just seems every week he gets better and better because he's only 19 years old, I think. And then DC just keeps giving him more and more ball. Jay Warrior, would you keep him? Yeah, there was a question earlier about May or Kohler, and I was just thinking... I'd probably actually prefer Cooler. He's a lot closer to the action, so he's going to get more ball, he's going to get more tackles. And, yeah, that dual position, you've got to have a dual position in your squad at the end because in week 26, someone's getting rested. You better have some backup. So good move to keep a, a dual wing fullback in there. Yeah, he is 19 years old, so... That's how good he is. All right, let's keep going on. Jakey, Jeremy Cattrall, he wants to know, thoughts on owning both Haas and Carrigan, both at the same time? I like this question. Yeah, I don't mind it. Uh, like both of them, even playing together, both, say one plays 60 one week, the other plays 50, or one plays 80 and one plays 45, you're still getting an... When you combine both together, you get an average points and average minutes. And I think both of them are both going to average probably 55 around that mark, um, depending on minutes. But I reckon both together, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, obviously, on the half, still wait for that shoulder. So you don't want to burn a trade on the first week uh, first week back, similar to what we've all done with Pappenhausen. We should have gave him a week. But, um, yeah, I don't mind it. I don't, I don't mind having it. As long as they both average over 50, nothing wrong with having both in the same team. Nice. Next question, Daniel Mai. Thinking of uh, the following. Ramsey Booth. Ramsey to Booth. Mam to DCE. Karaz to Dewey. King to David Fafita or two sideways. No, I really like this. And, yeah, Ramsey to Booth, you're going to get your cashy down. Ma'am, I think when you think DCE, DCE is the second best half in there. Great trade. Karaz to Dewey, I think it's one of those things that Dewey's going to give you versatility through your squad, and I think he's a better player than Karaz anyway. And then Kingy to David Fafita, despite his, him getting that 45-50 each week, Kingy does not have the upside of Fafita. So I think you should definitely do all those trades. Bit of big dick energy to start the round, so... Definitely smashing that. Jason Robson, nice of Richard. Paul McCartney's to record the podcast in his little studio. Robbo's just tearing you a new one there, Jay. Yeah. Right? The professor, right? The professor himself. Riley, next question. Zane Zimmons. Now, he wants to know, IPAP or Murray? He's going to get the other one next week, but what's your thoughts on this week? It's a flip of a coin, really. Um IPAP's got the attacking upside. Murray's got the base stats. Um, do you want to go safe or do you want to take a punt? Yeah, I think, well, the Paris playing Brisbane, right? I would rather IPAP versus Brisbane than Murray versus Storm. Storm are going to be up for this game on Saturday. They've been, they would have been getting flogged at training this week. I would go IPAP on that one. Next question. Let's stick in the Parramatta theme here, Jake. Jay Rossell, is Moses a hold? Mate, your man, Mitchell Moses, your lookalike. <laughs> he's done nothing wrong. Yeah, mate, he's been playing pretty good. Yeah, still got him. He's still he's one of those players. He can be annoying to watch because he'll score really. He'll be really involved, and he just won't touch for a halfback. He won't touch the ball for thirty minutes, and you're like, "What are you doing?" But he's still, you know, borderline keeper. Still averaging fifty two. Um, he's definitely not a gun. Like I'd prefer Cleary, Munster, or DCE, but he's a perfect, you know, half cover on your bench to have. Um, going to score well, but just not going to be the likes of your Cleary. Um, but as for a Sell or a hold, I'd definitely be holding. Definitely. All right, next question. Jay Warrior, Luke Adams. Latrell, mate, Dewey's just the flavour of the night tonight, isn't he? He's in on every second question. Latrell or Dewey, looking at doing pups to, sorry, Dwayne, Havili to Grant, Barnett to Murray. Mate, this is some big dick energy right here. What's your thoughts? Yeah, everyone seems to be on point tonight because all those, and I think when you look at your trade, you think, am I adding value to my team in points now. 
not in money. It's all about points. Mm. And what he's doing here is exactly that. He's upgrading. So absolutely fill your boots, get on that. The decision between Pap and Dewey, to me, it's a real flip of the coin. I would say if you're inside the top 1,000, go Luttrell. If you're outside the top 1,000, go Dewey. Nice. I like it. Next question, Peter Abad. Abednego. Now, he wants to know, Joe, he's added Joe O since the early rounds, so that's pretty good. He's happy to moving on. Needs a centre. He's only got Avrilo and Cola. Well, Avrilo's tested positive to COVID, so he's out. So definitely move to a centre. What can we buy with Joe O? I reckon you could probably get some a nice, juicy Ramian money, but 740k. I, need, I would say Ramian, but he's got Penrith this week, so that's a bit of an issue. But realistically, I would want him. So it's not a bad week, especially if you're planning for the future to get Ramian anyway. So I'll definitely move on to Ramian for that one. I think there's a few more carve-up here for you, Jay Warrior. Jay Warrior is so different to what he look, thought he would look like. There you go. They're just listening to the audio. First-time video. So there we go. Is this one? Whose friends is Jack? This is hot. Who's his friends that one? No one's? I thought it was just in relation to the previous question, and I thought it was just my gay appeal. Mate, whatever gets it done, whatever gets it done. Producer Pat, he wants to know how many nice plays is too many because he's got 16 in his team. But, Patty, just delete that, mate. He's going to Vegas this week. We probably won't ever see him again. Let's keep going. And now, Caleb, trade out Reed Marnie or Max King. Now, this is a very interesting one, Jake, because for me, I think Reed Marnie's not a trade out. I think he's still going to score, you know, high 40s to that lows 50s. And, Realistically, we just need a second hooker. He's at a great price. I just don't think he's worth the trade out. I'd rather trade out Max King because I think there's just more. Uh, Reed Marnie, you're probably already going to get Harry Grant, right? Because the next move up is going to be a huge one to, to Damian Cook. But Max King around his price, you can literally get someone like a Haas or Carrigan and you know have a nice little happy home for the rest of the season. Yeah, I think looking at both exactly the same price, so you're not getting anything, trading either on price doesn't matter. Um, obviously, look at your squad first. If you don't have hooker cover, uh, maybe keep him or upgrade him to a hooker. Um, and I think Max King's probably the big one. When when Luke Thompson gets back, the chance of him going back to the bench. So Reed Marnie's job security is spot on. He's going to be there for the rest of the season playing pretty much eight minutes per week. And Max King, there is risk in his job security. Uh, both around that same sort of average. Um, but I'd probably lean to keep Marnie. Um, but if you do want to trade him, definitely get a hooker for him. Nice. All right, Rory, next question. Rory, you want to know the thoughts on picking up Cheese once he's returned? I got sucked in three, or twice. Tim got sucked in three times. Did you get sucked in at all this year, mate? No, I didn't go near him at all. I thought about it, but luckily, Jay, he talked me out. <laughs> oh, good friend. <laughs> what are you, what's your thoughts on this one for Rory, mate? Oh, I would not go near cheese at all. Um, if you need cheap mid cover, I did cover um, Cappy in my article this week. He's only 250k. He's going to play every week. Um, he's one injury away from a big minute role in that Seagulls team. If you want to lock him in for 20 or 30 points, um, if you need cover one week, I'd go down that way and you can upgrade somewhere else then. Nice. Use that cash. Yeah, I like it. Now, Jay Warrior, Jeffrey he wants some advice. Who should he start? He's got Mam, Booth, or Cola. I'm hoping he's got a red dot, and then he can uh, have two out of three. And you probably, because they're not, they're all in different positions. So he's obviously picking in his reserves. He's got to have a red dot. So you're going to put uh, Mam as your fifth reserve because he's playing tonight. So then if he scores more than 40, you'll probably take that. And then after that, I'd probably put, yeah, probably go Booth, because Booth's going to be a safe, probably a safe about 40 anyway. If Manly was playing tonight, I'd probably go Cooler, because he's got that high-risk, high-reward situation. Yeah, nice. All right, keep moving. Chris Rudder, I'm thinking of going Parps to DCE, Mam to Grant, and Barnett to Fafita. Jake, these are just gun trades. Like, you're thinking you're literally trading out three guys that, well, one's injured, one's got a position, you know, volatility, and Mam is a rookie. And then you're getting three guys you want in your final 17. But what's your thoughts? Yeah, mate, nailed it on the head. They're pretty easy traders to do. Just pull the trigger on those. 
Nice. Well, Jeffrey's back. He wants to know he's going to loop two of them. So back to you, Jay Warrior. He was going to loop two of them, actually. So I think you pretty much hit it on the head with what you're going to do there. So put Mam into your fifth spot and then let the other two roll post tonight. All right, let's go to uh, this one, Jake. To Takahu, he wants to go RFM to Haas and Savage to Palacia. No, I don't like that. Um, I've been holding RFM. He's just been a reward for me. He did this for me a few few years ago too. I, I was uh, really not too bad on team value. I picked up RFM on the run home and he averaged 50 and he was my perfect 17th man for a team that's not doing too well on team value. And I've repeated this year. <laughs> Again, I'm low on team value, but RFM's my handy 17th man scoring 50s. So I think RFM's he's scoring really well off the bench and I don't think he's too far off a staying role. He is way better uh, than Corey Riddell. He needs to be starting every single week. So I'd be definitely be holding RFM. And if you can do, instead of doing that downgrade in Savage to Palacia, try, see who you can upgrade Savage to in one trade. Um, if you can't afford Haas, maybe look at one of those um, cut price options we were talking about, either what a David, oh, David feeds the same price as him, but someone like a butcher, maybe. Yeah. Someone like a cut price keeper. I like it. Now, next question there, Simon Foley. DCE or Murray? So two guns here, Riley. What's your thoughts? Either bringing in a half or a gun mid? What's your thoughts there, man? Um, it depends on your team. Um, if you've got Cleary, who you've got sitting beside him, um, in your mids as well, have you got um, your Elliots, Yo's, um, IPAPs, those sort of players? I would personally go DCE. Um, if Manly are going to make a run to the finals, DCE is the man, so he's going to have to step step up. Plenty of attacking stats, goal kicking, kick meters, tackles, run meters. Um, yeah, I'd go DCE scores in a lot more areas. Nice. All right, next question, James Gilbert. I'm getting caught up in the hype. Should I go Savage to Dwayne? Burn my bank and leave myself with just Angus Crichton as his mid edge cover. No, I don't think this is a smart idea. It's not with all the COVID. That is happening at the right moment, James. I think definitely get a little bit of versatility in your squad. I think you can wait a week on Dwayne and then think about another person that you could trade out and we'll figure that out next week. Now, next question, Jay Warrior, Charles Walters. He wants to know, now he's going pops to your man again, Dwayne, so he can afford Barnett to Grant. Or should he just get Latrell and Dwayne and run Havili, cover Hooker until he can get a second one? No, I think uh, his first option is the best because he's getting arguably the second best hooker in the position. So he's guaranteed, well, not guaranteed, nothing's guaranteed, but he's looking at averaging 60 points from Grant. I think that's a far better option. Yeah, I think now Origin's done as well. They won't manage Murray's minutes anymore, and that was kind of where Havili was getting a lot of minutes from, right? And with Wishart named on the wing, which is a little bit weird, there's no hooker cover on the bench, is there? Yeah, he'll be playing 80 for sure. Grant, get him in your team. All right, next question uh, now, Riley. Jay, Jack, he wants to know Casey uh, or Mbai. So young case, Declan Casey from the Doggies or Moses Mbai. Who would have ever thought? Safe or risky? Who would you pick out of these two? What even is Moses Mbai? See, like, he must be about 200K. Two hundred and twenty. Depends what you want. Wow. Um, Two hundred twenty. Depends what you want. Do you want to cash out? Who's going to probably play for the rest of the year and come on and get fifteen or twenty points if you need to um, swap him in for a week here or there, um, or take the pun on Casey and there's a potentially out of the team next week for shot because um, he only got the opportunity last week with shot being out with COVID. So I'd probably lean towards Mbai there. That's interesting. I didn't realise how cheap he was there, Jake. Yeah, just a uh, note on that. If he has the extra, what, 20 or 30K, I think Sosefo Fafita might be a interesting. If he needs that wing of fullback cover, yeah. I don't mind Fafita as a better option. He looked pretty good on the weekend, so busted a heap of tackles, so... Maybe if you have the money, maybe just get. He's only what two hundred fifty-five k. Maybe maybe he needs someone less than that. But if you could, I'd jump off. I wouldn't like. I don't really like either of those guys. So I'd go to someone like him. Yeah, I thought Fafita played really really booth. well. He had a strong carry. Yeah, Booth too. Yeah, yeah. Yep. If you need, if you if you don't necessarily need winger fullback cover, definitely Booth's your best option. All right, boys. Two more questions to go before we wrap it up. Jay Warrior, Carlin. Is Joey Marnie your countryman a trade if he only plays centre for the rest of the season? No, nah, unfortunately, he's not. You're paying 
for about a 60-point average, and in the centre position this season, I think he's averaging 44.2. So they're not good uh, maths. It's not good maths. So avoid and go for the other two big dogs, which would be Burton and Aiken. What happens if he's holding him? Would he, Would you? If you had trades, would you sell well, him? If you're now? holding him, yeah, it's you didn't pay seven hundred eighty thousand. You would have probably picked him up at six hundred thousand, and it's fine. You can you can afford that. So yeah, that's interesting. I probably would wait a week, but yeah, I think that's probably if you've got the trades to do it. Now let's end on a couple of these ones. We'll end on James Logan. We'll do it around the the whole team. Now, Ruben Garrick or James Tedesco, who would you go for the run home? Why don't we start with you, Jay? Yeah, I think Tedesco. He's just proven season-long keeper. He's safest option of all the winger fullbacks apart from Hines. So I'd be going Teddy. Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you. Well, Teddy's at 714K and then Garrick is at... Let's see, 730. Garrick is more expensive. Who would have ever thought? If I could actually invest in one, Tedesco... I think I definitely I couldn't I can't stomach paying seven thirty for Ruben Garrick despite you know hats off to him he's improved so much as a player but Jay Warrior what's your thoughts? Yeah, well, cards on the table. I'm a big Tedesco owner, and there's <laughs> a certain little Dutchman in my fantasy league who has Garrick, and it pains me every time he plays well. So yeah, there you go. Finish, finish us off, Riley. Who would you take, mate, Garrick or Tedesco? You've got to go, Teddy. Garrick doesn't have the goal kicking at the moment, so there's not the eight to ten points a week he's getting there. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was the live Q&A for round 19. Be sure to check us. We'll be doing the Sunday wrap on, well, obviously Sunday. So check that. We'll be back definitely for Sunday night for that one. We'll do talking league comps. So you've got about... And now to get into the game day squad comp. So just go to the Facebook page. It's on there. It's Moses and Reynolds as combined scores. So definitely get in there. You'll get some NFT cards. Tomorrow I'll drop the Cleary and Nico Hines one. And there's a $40 gift voucher courtesy of Rugby League merch. So definitely get involved there. But boys, thank you all for the thoughts. Jakey, last show before you get married. Congratulations again. I'll see you on the Sunday wrap anyway. But for everyone that is watching tonight, we all wish you all the best for you and your missus, man. Thanks, mate. Uh, looking, really looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun time. Hopefully, when I get back, though, my rank's doing a bit better. Hopefully, I've stuck in the top 10 of 1,000. We'll see how we go. Well, mate, you used the honeymoon to officially take your missus' teammate. So. Mate, I'll be on my phone the whole time just looking at stats. So <laughs> she might not be too happy. <laughs> Riley, great debut tonight, mate. Welcome to the team. Thanks, boys. Go the cows. And last but not least, Jay Warrior, a.k.a. Mr. What do they call you again from the storm? What's his? I've forgotten the guy's name. That's how much he meant to me. Chris Lewis. Chris the Lewis. Great Chris Lewis. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, Thank, thanks, for you, thanks for your thoughts tonight, mate. Another impressive effort. Uh, it's always fun, and um, yeah, let's hope we can avoid a few injuries. But looking forward to those four trades next week. We'll all be uh, fantasy relevant again next week. For sure. And, and Jake, uh, I hope your wife uh, or your future wife as a wedding present gives you her fantasy team. <laughs> I, I, I need it at the yeah. moment. She's doing really well, so uh, I might have to do a rebrand on the on the trip. Mate, what is hers is now yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Absolutely, it. Absolutely, mate. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for tuning in. Thank you for all the support during the week, especially with all the Spotify and Apple reviews so keep doing that if you haven't yet but for now have a great round hope you all smash it this week and we'll check you on sunday for the wrap catch you guys